Hello, welcome to our podcast, Breaking It Down with the African American Mayors Association. I'm Phyllis Dickerson, the CEO of the African American Mayors Association, and joining me today as co-host is Mayor Van Johnson from Savannah, Georgia. Today, fans, our guest is Mayor Jalen Smith. Can you believe that? Surprised he has time to even be with us. I mean, yo, this is a hot interview. This interview was about this next generation of leaders, Mayor Smith. And so you have been like everywhere. So tell us what have you what have you experienced since you in these what is it nineteen days yet? Well, Today's eighteen days. Right? Eighteen, 18 days, days you've been mayor. So you I've seen you on Jennifer Hudson. So give us the list of things you've had to experience in these eighteen days. Well, um, I got in office January one. Before I got in office, I went on to the Jennifer Hudson show. It was a great experience. Um, then when I got back, I just made it back from Chicago this week on Monday, and it was with. Um, Reverend Jesse Jackson, that was a great experience. But other than that, just interviews and uh, getting people then organized, getting structured so we can have a smooth, successful city. So that's what i kind of been doing for the last 18 days, but we're still working to make sure we be proactive. And what people need to know is that you are how old? 18 years old. And your title is what? Mayor of Earl, Arkansas. So you are the mayor, the chief elected official of, of a city in Arkansas. Yes, sir. And I mean, that's just so, I mean, some of us have worked years. Years. And and, and you were in a, a highly contentious race with five people running. Yes, t- including me, was five right. of us running. Five. And the citizens of your community, how large are your community? We have 1,800. 1,800. Saw enough in you. I mean, I, I, I think about it as being like David. They saw this young man and said, you know what? We want to give you a chance. We, we trust you enough to lead us. How did that feel? It felt amazing, you know, uh, talking with constituents around the community that they wanted change. They wanted somebody that was young, had fresh ideas, and was giving the community what they needed. Not even when I was not even in office, I was out being dedicated, passionate, and committed to serving the people of rural. But your previous job before this is high school student. High school student before this. And... When you said, I'm going to run for mayor, what did the folks say? A lot of folks was excited I was running for mayor. Then I had some that wasn't too excited because, you know, it was like, well, he's too young. He just was Yeah. Uh, he's too young or or say he has he know, he's know nothing. But like I was telling them, it's not what you know, it's who you know, because we live in a different type of century now. Wow. And your your parents, what did they say in Earl, your actual parents? Well, I didn't actually tell my parents that I was running for me. Just- <laughs> <laughs> did you sneak and do it? Yes, I did. As, as for forgiveness for asking for permission, right? Yeah. So when I, um, I just dived out there and did it, and uh, my mom found out. She was like, just go for it, you know, when she found out I was running for mayor. Because I always say and I always tell my mom that I don't want to have to go to where, nowhere else when I can be great right in Earl, Arkansas. And so does your mom call you Jalen or she calls you Mr. Mayor? Well, no, she actually come by my nickname, so which I ain't going to reveal that. But. <laughs> so you haven't said yet, uh, you know I'm the mayor, right? Well, when I'm at home, I try to not to act as mayor all the time because I like to have some time off when I'm at home with uh, family and different things, but they do. But I just say call me my regular name, Jalen, or I ain't going to say my nickname. But, but yeah, We're like, going to find out, though. Right, inquiry minds. We will find. Look, and she knows everything. So, um, 
you know, we, we, we came in on a flight together. It's your you know, maybe third flight ever in your life, the first time to D.C., and you have been everywhere. What is your experience in Washington, D.C., at the U.S. Conference of Mayors and hanging out with the African-American Mayors Association been like? It's been an amazing experience. You know, I'm not afraid to talk to people because when I was running a campaign, I reached out to every mayor in the state of Arkansas about shadowing to get the day-to-day experience, and it's just been amazing, you know, meeting different mayors around the country and kind of getting their advice and connecting with them. It's just been amazing here. What has surprised you? Uh, all the opportunities that's, that, that, uh, that's came. You know, in those sessions, great opportunities that's came. Just got to take the advantage of those opportunities. Wow. And so, um, Mayor Smith, um, how many hours are you in in college right now? Um, college hours, I want to say probably at least six hours of college time because I joined, um, I started college in August of 22. And I just started back college uh, this semester, which I'm doing one class at a time online. I'm starting with English. And so. I was going to say, because you couldn't have been in college too much. You've been all over the country. Right. Right, right. And we know that's our number one priority. So how are you balancing all of it? Because it's a lot, right? It's very overwhelming. You probably know I'm a former uh, mayor's chief of staff. So I know how much it is for a chief of staff to do. So I know how much it is for a mayor to do, right? And so how are you balancing the work-life and family and all of that? Because they still want you to come to the family reunion and they still want you to show up to church, but then you're also being a mayor, so and you also have to go to school. So how do you balance all of it? Well, it's pretty easy to balance for me because when I was in high school, I was in high school with three other jobs and doing college. And so now <clears throat> taking on the role as mayor and doing college, so I do my mayor duties through the day. And with my college, which is doing that online, which I have an ex- like an extension, which I have probably two, three weeks to get my work into my college professors, professors and which is a great because they give me time to work at my own pace, then get it done. I just rush the last minute and get it done. <laughs> then at home with my family, uh, when I go home, I'm uh, just an old type of guy, young guy that's you know just trying to make a difference at home and do different things. And I still be working while I'm at home too, so it's never stopped working for me because I always believe in helping and doing things to make a difference, not only in the community but at home as well. I got a question now. So do you still have to do chores? Yes, I still yeah, do all that. Yeah, got to do chores. He won't live there. <laughs> well, unless you're going to live in the Earl Arkansas mayoral palace. Y'all got a, y'all got a mayor, mayor's house? We don't. We don't actually have a mayor house. I wish we did, but we don't. But I do all my chores. I have actually two dogs at home. So I kind of maintain all of it, but it's a lot. But I make it look easy, but it's, it's a lot on my hand. But I just make it look easy so people that are looking in uh, outside trying to look in. They said, well, this guy, how he does, how he do this? You know, and I, I complain sometimes, but hey, making a difference to just making it better because if I believe if you complain, you got to get in those spaces to the, and get to the table and make a difference. A lot has been said about uh, folks that are Gen Z's, you know, they don't really care. They just, you know, they're, they're all about themselves. They're all about um, what people can do for them. They're about instant gratification and all of those things. And everything you're doing flies in the face of that. Um, are we reading Jim Z's wrong? Um, you know, are we not, uh, are we getting the wrong information? Are you the exception to the rule? Or are you the rule? Well, I'll say the, probably the rule. Uh, with that, I'm not a type of guy, you know, um, I believe in making a difference and, and bringing people to the table to invest within the city of Earl. Because I've always said it's not about Jalen Smith. 
It's about the citizens of Earl, and also it's about the young people around this country that's willing to make a difference. And now they see a young 18-year-old guy that made it possible. And so, you know, it's it's always, again, it's not about men, it's just about making a difference and bringing people to the table to invest in the city, to move to move in that city in the, be, in the best direction of success. You probably don't know this, Mir, because he's much older. He's about my age, but... Um, back in the day, there was a, a mayor I'm named... I'm closer to your age. I'm probably you know, <laughs> five years older. There was a Detroit mayor named Kwame Kilpatrick. And Kwame told this story about when he was six, people used to ask him, what are you going to be when you grow up? He said, I'm going to be the mayor of Detroit City. And he actually became mayor. So at what point did you decide, I'm going to be the mayor of Earl? Well, when I was in high school, I was in an organization called Student Council. And in that organization, we was very active and involved in the community. And one day, me and my constituents, we was out around having a roundtable conversation about what we're going to do after we graduated high school. I said, I want to be the mayor of Earl. But at that time, at that time, I didn't know when I was going to do it. But I went home, thought about it, and prayed about it. God said, do it now. Mm. And so I made the decision, beginning of my 12th grade year, uh, that I was going to be the next mayor of Earl, Arkansas. And I knew it was going to take a lot of hard work. What it, hard work is nothing for me. Just get out there, having you having a mindset and staying focused and drive, just driving it. Because when I ran the campaign, I ran my campaign different. A lot of people didn't think I was going to succeed that campaign, but I begged to different. You know, when you only something, you have to go out every way to do what you do to what it takes to get in that role. And what I did was I shadowed probably have roughly all the mayors of the state of Arkansas. Then called different mayors around the country about you know ideas about you know about young people and getting in those spaces because at the end of the day, if if, if people look at it this way, either way it go, the young people got to get in those roles regardless. And so I want to get in that role in the beginning, not only to have the experience but to make a difference and show other young people. And matter of fact, I just say bridge the gap between this generation, and that's what I want to. So tell us a little bit about Earl. Um, how many people? Earl, Earl is uh, 1,800 people. We are surrounded by a lot of farmland where they grow cot crops, cottons, and beans, and we are a community of a family. You have Walmart? We don't have a Walmart. I wish dollar we General? We have a Dollar General, a Family Dollar, Dollar Tree. I wish we did, but we don't. Burger King? Nope. <laughs> we're a small town, so we don't have all right, that. I, 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 I'm just trying to understand. So, so if you're going to the Burger King, where's the next, the closest McDonald's or Burger King to you? Well, the the closest McDonald's and Burger King is like in Marion, so like about twenty minutes from Earl. About twenty minutes. The closest uh, airport to you? About thirty minutes, because our closest airport is in Memphis, Tennessee, which some of us choose. A lot of us go two hours to Little Rock, but the closest is thirty minutes in Memphis, Tennessee. And so, um, so most people that work there, what types of jobs are there? Are there more farm and agricultural types of jobs, or is there a plant or factory around? Well, we don't have a, a, a factory, but most of our people, some of them work on the farm. A lot of them work out of town, like in West Memphis or Memphis, working in FedEx, Bosch, uh, you know, different the big different big factories that work in. But we have a few, just a few that work within the city. But we want to bring jobs to the city of Earl, so people can have jobs within the city because they have also we have a, we have a school within Earl. Uh, we have about 430 students, and a lot of parents work out of town. But we want to bring jobs in the community, so those parents can work within the community and. Gonna take them on and get their children, and they can be more. Is this an elementary school or middle school or high we school? We actually have an elementary school and a high school. I actually our middle school is annexing with the high school, so it's just one big high school. I see. And you have um, a police force. Yes, sir. We have a police force. And and this, how many officers? Five. We have six officers. Yes, sir. 
And are you a strong mayor or are you considered a mayor council form of government? Well, um, uh, mayor with council, uh, I see the day-to-day operation in the council approved laws, resolutions, and city council. How many people on the council? We have eight. Eight councils. So it's eight and then the mayor. Are you a member of council or are you like executive and then you have a legislative branch? Executive and legislative. So, so they operate independently of you. Wow. So how long did it take you to start learning all that stuff? Some of us, it's, it's taken a lifetime just to understand the interactions of different governments. I mean, it's something you learned in school. It's something you just look by shadowing. No, I actually learned all that stuff in school with student government. We was already involved in type of, in different types of government. Because we use like Robert Roof, we uh, we study a lot of policies and procedures on, on on within the state of Arkansas. Right. And so when I when I when I was in that organization, I was very successful because it's, when I got in that organization, it was like something I won't do. I just won't make a difference. And we learned a lot of law policies and how to with budgets and different things. Because when we was in high school, we was an organization that had pretty much power. We was like the, the second power on the superintendent. Right. So everything student activists came through us. Different things teachers want to do with student activities all came through us. And then when I got out of high school, I know I was going to be prepared because when I was in high school, I had a principal that gave me uh, the blues for three years. But at that time, when she gave me the blues, I was just, you know, just frustrated. But now it's time to come. I realized that when I, the storm I went through, it, it, it basically prepared me for now. So the next storm I go through, I'll be prepared. So when you go back, you're going to write that principal a letter, right? Well, Say, thank you for giving me the blues. Yes. Signed mayor. Yes, I am. Because right. uh, like I tell people all the time now, I, I mean, me personally, I'd rather go through the struggle and the storm than just just have an easy walk because those storms we go through, they're not just made up. They're, we're going through those storms to prepare us for a later time down the line. We income some again, and we'll just walk right on through because we already know because we already been through. And finally, because I know I've been asking all the questions, I'm really interested in the government aspect and help people understand. Um, when do your your council meet? We meet uh, every third Tuesday of each month, but this month we'll be meeting next Tuesday, which is January 24th, due to uh, uh, bank issues, bank statements. But we meet we meet every third Tuesday in each month. Okay, so so you have so you have not chaired your first meeting yet. I haven't had my first meeting yet. So next week I'll be having my first official council meeting. Excited? Excited, very excited to get in there and talk talk about the council and let them know the plans and the uh, goals we want to uh, move the city forward. So when you ran, you ran against what we call the establishment, all the other people, right? Yeah, they were very older than me. Yeah. <laughs> They're very much very older, older than him. Very, very much older than him. So, but now you get to be the mayor of all the people, the people oh. that didn't even vote for you, right? And so how are you going to, how are you processing that and how are you going to deal with that? Well, thank well. All glory to God because I haven't had a complaint or a negative comment from them since I've been in office, and so uh, when I tell people I can't change, I, I can't change a, a room overnight because I break it down to a way where you know you can change the room, you can change the world, but it's a process. It's a process we go through to getting things done. I just can't come in and say I want to change this and make it happen overnight because I wish I could, but I can't. And so it's a process. A lot of people are more understanding because they like to know what's going on. And I'm a type of guy, I like to communicate with people, let them know what's going on within the city, what, pro- what projects are coming up, how long the project's going to take, because if the people know that, they're, they're good. And so we try to do that be, that, be proactive when we're doing that. Wow. So what scares you? Uh, nothing. You know, well, really nothing, but 
I like for everything to be within order, you know. What really scares me a mistake that we have happened and we make them same mistakes again, that what really scares me because, you know, from the first mistake, I expect for us to learn from that mistake and not continue to make the same mistakes again. So, but really, besides the mistakes we make, that's really probably the only fear I have, you know, because dealing with people in high school is kind of the same because I get, I mean, not only the principal gave me blues, but people did, you know. And like I tell people, it's a difference when you're looking in and you're not actually in the seat. But I allow people to come shadow me for a day. You know, allowing people to come shadow well, they me. They can't shadow you because you're not in town. I mean, you, I mean, you're all over on Jennifer Hudson and all that. So you're, you're here in D.C. You're um, at the U.S. Conference of Mayors and with the African-American Mayors Association. So you have met mayors all over the country. Um, they, you don't know all of them, but all of them, and I've seen it, um, know you. Right. Uh, what has it been like to meet mayors from the largest cities, the mayor of New York who knew about you and said, hey, I want to talk to you, to mayors that are smaller cities than yours. What has that experience been like? It's been a great experience uh, because actually I, uh, before I came here, I reached out to those mayors in bigger cities. So it's kind of hard for me to get in contact with them, but actually seeing them having the contact. Now you got their cell number. <laughs> you know, I got the cell phone number. And it's just amazing to how people uh, in your corner to support you when you have questions, just call them. Um, but like with me, I like to kind of figure it out because I'm kind of, you know, like when something happens, I like to kind of figure it and make ways. And I do I do call mirrors, but like, again, I don't like to get on people's nerves with calling, but I will. <laughs> but, uh, man, it just, it's just a great experience to have mirrors. It's there for you. Need anything, call them down. Sometimes some of them don't care what time of night it is at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. Call them because they would be there to help. And so you have people like that. It's just amazing because it just makes it more easier for you because you have people like that that's willing to help. And you, don't, and you don't get that a lot. You get that a lot. So um, we know you live in rural Arkansas, right? Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes in rural communities, people lose hope, especially that young generation, right? Um, you know, they don't know what to do with their life or high school ends, and then they don't know what to do next. So how are you empowering that next generation to get involved? Gosh, that's a great question. That's a question I'm looking for. Um, my advice to them, you know, to this younger generation is define what you want to do. You know, define what you want to do. Find your purpose. Then thirdly, look in the mirror and ask yourself, do you believe in yourself? Because it's all going to start with you. Because how can, you, how, do, how can other people believe in you when you don't believe in yourself? And also this generation is facing as well. When, when, they, get, when, they, step, when they step out there on faith, when people talk reckless to them, and they want to get in positions of uh, city council, any type of government, whatever the positions may be, they look at the negative comments and they back off. But being the, uh, being the youngest African-American mayor in the nation and being inspiration to others, like I tell the young generation all the time, regardless of what you do, I don't care if it's something good, people going to find something to say about you. It's just how people is. But like I tell them also as well, you know, when you surround yourself by a group of people and have one person on your team that's difficult to keep you sharp. Because with that one person to when that one person on your team to keep you sharp, when other people come to you, you just know how to deal with it. At one time, I didn't know how to deal with it. But hearing that, it just it's just been amazing to me. And I just encourage all the young people, you know, hey, keep somebody sharp on your team and keep you in line. You know, I mean, do what your heart desires to do. Because God put us on this planet all to be successful but in a, in a different way.
And you just got to believe. You just got to believe in yourself and believe that you can do it because anything is possible. Like I had a guy. I'm sorry. I had a young man. Um, I don't know him, but I know of him. And I was like, I'm, I'm running for mayor and Earl. He said, it's, he said, it's impossible. And I said, the impossible is possible. Mm. And, I, and I texted him back when I won. I said, I, I won the mayor. And it's shocked because he didn't think I could do it. But it's not what people, it's not what you think you can do. It's what you think, it's, it's basically what you think you can. And you and anything is possible. You can do whatever you want to do. Well, you have a um, milestone coming up uh, this weekend. Yeah. Have a birthday coming. You have a birthday coming up Sunday. And you'll be the ripe old age of 19. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, what does a 19-year-old mayor do, do uh, to celebrate? How are you going to celebrate? Well, I honestly don't know how I'm going to celebrate my birthday because um, I'm a different type of 18-year-old. I don't like too much of parties, different things like that. Um, so I probably, me personally, I probably just go out to eat and catch a move and hang out with family because I believe in um, staying out the way. As young people say, stand out the way. And so I'm enjoying it to the fullest, you know, hanging around family, going out to eat and just celebrating the moment because we don't get it. A lot of people don't get, you know, see age, you see by 19 and different ages, but just celebrate the moment, you know, be professional with it, you know. And so it's just, I think how that's how I'm going to do it. Just go out to eat, movie, hang out with family, and that's it. Well, happy birthday on behalf of us and the African American Mayors Association in advance. So. Thank you, thank you. So, um, as mayor, what, um, let me see, what is the question I really want to know next? I just forgot my question, baby. It's my fault. Yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> oh, I know. I figured it out. The Lord <laughs> will work it out, Jalen. He will work it out. So, my question has to do with, with God. I keep hearing that spiritual piece of you rise up. So tell me how you grew up and how you got to that spiritual place. Well, I grew up. I grew up going to church. My family went to church. They made us go to church. We didn't have Which a church? choice. I went to a church called Great Armani Cathedral of Faith, and I went to another church called Mount Pisgah with my grandfather. So it's like I didn't have a choice but to go to church. Holiness Church. Holiness Church. I can, I can tell. Yeah. And so as um, I grew up, I went to church. Some Sundays I kind of got off once, by maybe one or two Sundays. But I was always in church because I I had a strong belief. And um, I'm, I'm shocked because a lot of people tell me I have an old soul. And I'm shocked y'all didn't say that just now. But we already I, said it. Okay. <laughs> Get your but, uh, I just believe, I just have a strong belief, you know, when I tell people, you know, it's like, I want to do this. I just say it's already done, you know. like, And I'll just be amazed when I say it's already done because it's already done. The only thing you have to do. You're just going through the challenging obstacle to get where you want to be because it's already written in stone what you're going to do anyway. And so I just have a strong belief in believing that, you know, it kind of motiv motivates me even more when I mo motivate and talk with other people. So 20 years from now, um, what would you like the legacy um, of your groundbreaking achievement to be? Um, that's a great question. When you're in Congress or when you're in the Senate or when you're president, I mean, what, you know, what, what will the legacy of 18-year-old Mayor Jalen Smith be? How will Earl be better? Okay. Great question. So with that, um, the legacy, what I want it to be, uh, uh, hopefully the Lord bless me to be president one day. And so uh, I'm praying our, well, our city will be better, be a successful uh, city. But the legacy I want to leave here behind with young people, uh, get in those roles early, you know, 
uh, you can be 18 or whatever. You don't have to be necessarily be 18, you know, to make a difference in your community. Make a difference, however the difference, you know, you see that difference or ever or however you see the error or issue that you want to face. Just face it, you know. Uh, it's going to get harder, but the harder it gets, the more uh, experience of the issue, uh, the more experience you get from the issue, the next time the issue will come, you're already prepared for it. And just stepping out there on faith and, you know, basically just 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 punch just punching at it. Move forward. Uh, regardless of how hard it gets, I don't stop. I just me me personally, I'm a type of guy, I don't accept no for an answer. You know what this reminds me of? When we were sitting on the lawn at the White House and Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown um, Jackson said, we are the hopes and the dreams of the slaves. And a tear <laughs> rolled down my eye. Yes, I, I witnessed it. And, and that is so true. So I just saw like Jalen for president, right? It just flashed across. Just remember your boy. That's what I'm going to say. Just remember your boy, you know. All right, come on. I'm going to be a knock him. <laughs> so as we end this um, session in this podcast, um, I've always asked each of the mayors, what's your word for this year? That one word that you're going to live by and why that word? Determination. Okay. And the reason I say, um, the reason why I picked that word because we are, I will always be determined to make a difference, not only in the seat of Europe, but around the country. And regardless of how big it is or how hard it is, we're going to face it on the forefront. Well, know that we are cheering for you. Thank you. Um, the African American Mayors Association is here to support you. Thank I you. hope you felt the love in the last 20 years. Yes, hours. I have. And family already. <laughs> we are family for real. And so thank you. Thank you, Mayor Johnson. Thank you, Mayor Smith, for joining thank us you. today. Thank you for having me. Thank you, sir. Thank you.